Right now, we're in the African savanna on a beautiful, sunny summer morning, where we're witnessing a young Amazon PPC campaign in its natural habitat. This juvenile campaign is just two weeks old, newly birthed from Seller Central. You can tell this campaign has so much natural instinct with its fresh new auto-targeting ad groups. Watch closely. You can see already it's learning how to stand and grow, reporting on clicks, conversions, and ACOS. While it seems like this young campaign is healthy and strong, in its youth, it's extremely vulnerable and unprotected from lurking predators. Michael, look! On the horizon, a herd of fierce, irrelevant search queries are approaching. Ah, yes, Stephen. While these queries are dangerous, they don't attack like a lion or a jaguar. Instead, they are parasitic, slowly debilitating an Amazon campaign by draining its ad spend budget to death with low conversion rates. This poor young campaign, defenseless and completely unaware of the encroaching danger. Oh no! The predators have descended upon the campaign! And look! Here comes, galloping in the distance, a search term with 75 clicks and no conversions. This is surely the end of this young campaign. Ah! What's this? Suddenly appearing out of the brush! It's a fully grown ad badger charging in! He's coming to save the campaign! And completely upgrading the campaign with new bid optimizations. Michael! The ad badger is completely pulverizing the vicious, unprofitable search terms. The ad badger has proven himself victorious once again, and he will go on to fight and defend more Amazon campaigns here in the savannah for many years to come. What's going on, Badger Nation? It's Mike and Steven from Ad Badger, and you are listening to the AMZ PPC Den podcast, the world's first Amazon PPC advertising podcast and your source for all the tips, tricks, and optimization strategies you need to get the most from your Amazon ads. And you guys can find all of our episodes, show notes, and links at adbadger.com slash podcast or wherever you get your podcasts. What's going on, everybody out there in Badger Nation? Welcome to your weekly dose of what I think is the best Amazon advertising information coming at you. Steven, is that too big of a statement to make? Um, It's bold. It's cocky. But to be honest, Michael, like I have recently been listening to a lot more other like Amazon podcasts and I just, I don't know, maybe I'm biased. I just, I don't find other episodes as valuable or like, I mean, I don't know. I walk away from like listening to a 40 minute episode and think I didn't really get anything of value from that. So you, yes. And you want to know why that is so poignant right now, because ladies and gentlemen out there in Badger Nation, this is a re-record. Steven and I actually recorded an episode it's 45 minutes long talking about the topic that we were going to talk about today. But then at the end of it, we're like, you know what? I think that episode had 25 minutes of fluff. So we scrapped it, threw it in the garbage bin, remodeled the calendars to be sure that we can fit another record in. And because uh, we really care about this. Yeah, we basically and, said, uh, we, we basically yeah. said everything we just said could have been said in half the amount of time. So let's re record it because we don't want to waste anybody's time. We're very, very thankful for our, our listener base and we want to keep them and we just, we don't want to fill up with like 20 minutes of like bull crap. Right. And me saying that at the beginning of the show is 
aspirational. So uh, the reason I mentioned that too is because we are actually hiring a, another marketer. So if you like pay traffic, if you like badgers, and you like ad badger, we may have a position for you. Uh, so if you're listening to the show, you're probably in our demographic of digital marketers, PPCers. Uh, the job posting will be on the site soon in the month of October 2019. So feel free to go to adbadger.com slash careers and check it out. Um, and yeah, feel free to introduce yourself on LinkedIn. You know, feel free to find me on LinkedIn or something and, you know, just say what's up as you hand that application in. Um yeah, we're growing. It's pretty cool. So right. yeah, we're with, we're at eleven employees right now. We're looking for our twelfth. We're looking for another digital marketer with a special emphasis in account management and Amazon PPC expertise. Mm-hmm. So if that's you, hit us up. Right. Um, so by the end of this episode, we are going to leave you with some strategies and techniques to deploy because uh, to deploy in the world of SEO and Amazon PPC in the sense of a good Amazon PPCer knows a thing or two about SEO and good Amazon SEOs know a thing or two about PPC as well. So we're going to try to bridge some of this gap and, and sort of see what we can learn from one side to the other. Uh, because at the end of the day, PPC and SEO are not on opposite teams. You know, if you were to search, you know, what's better, PPC or SEO, like there's real conversations, but it's not an uh, adversarial thing. It is an in conjunction, do both of them. And today we're going to try to bridge that, uh, bridge that tunnel. We're going to build a brunnel uh, between the world of Amazon PPC and Amazon SEO. Well, we said there's no fluff. Let's jump in to the first section. All righty. So as a general introduction, I would say that if you take the learnings from any platform's organic lessons and you apply those to the pay traffic world, you are in a good position. Because if you actually think about click-through rates, they're always going to be stronger organically. If you think about uh, engagement rates, they're always going to be stronger organically. If you think about best practices to boost organic things, and then you apply those to the paid world, those are all going to be good. So think about it on Facebook. Good organic social knowledge. What gets engagement? What gets likes? What gets feedback? Uh, same, same thing on Google. What gets a good organic click-through rate? You take those same principles and apply those to paid click-through rates. So you're taking all these same principles. It's the exact same on Amazon. We're going to be talking about that. And the first thing we're going to talk about is a major concern uh, because I feel like most people, when they start approaching Amazon PPC, they approach it as if they were launching a product for the very first time with no previous data. So let me set the scene for you, if I can, Stephen. Go for it. We have talked about this previously. Uh, in fact, episode 10, we talked about this principle of the keyword dump. I'm just going to touch on it really quick. This is where somebody goes, they use an SEO keyword research tool. That tool spits out 500 terms. Then after building their product pages based off some of those terms, they then take that same list and they plop it into an Amazon sponsored products campaign. Hopefully it's exact match, but a lot of times I see this as phrase or broad. Uh, This is sort of a more novice uh, thing that I see inside people's accounts. And 
it just wreaks havoc. You have hundreds of keywords that don't get any impressions. You get hundreds of keywords that Amazon hasn't even indexed you for. You get hundreds of keywords that Amazon are sort of like, why is this advertiser bidding on terms that are completely irrelevant? It's just a negative signal to send to Amazon. So that is the first thing I will say. If you haven't listened to episode 10, go back and listen at badger.com slash podcast. Go search for episode 10. We have an entire episode on keyword dumping and why you shouldn't do it and how you should fix yourself up. So if you are out there and your ad groups have, you know, 100 keywords or more in them, 50 keywords or more in them, go back and listen. You're probably only getting impressions on the top 20 keywords anyway. Um, So definitely check that out. So that's the first thing that I'll say. It's important for me to say that if you're doing Amazon PPC keyword research, like you would do SEO keyword research, beware of the keyword dump. And that's my, I'll get off my soapbox now, Stephen. Yeah, the other dangerous thing about the keyword dump when you're using a a keyword tool like that is they're usually just algorithmic um, automated systems that are just using, you know, words and synonyms and similar words and phrases to collect a bunch of keywords for you that you can either just dump into your PPC campaigns or just throw into your SEO, just like, you know, pump those words into your, your product listing mm-hmm. and backend search terms anywhere where SEO comes into play. Um, Are you ready for this? Yeah, hit me. Uh, there was somebody selling, um, I'm going to change what it was to protect the identity of this customer. There was somebody selling kitchen towels <laughs> and inside their PPC campaign was the word kitchen. As a, so, as a phrase as a, or broad? I mean, phrase and broad Phrase and broad are the same if it's a one-word keyword, yeah. Right. So it's like they did like single keyword kitchen. They were selling kitchen towels. Could it convert? Potentially. Are you going to have a hard time? Yeah. Is that where you should begin? This person was at the start of their PPC journey. Yeah. So if you're doing this keyword research, uh, keyword dump strategy, be very aware of it. Be very thoughtful. Have a filter between. All right, now now I'm really off my soapbox. <laughs> I mean, but that is dangerous though because I, I've seen that a lot. And I think in next week or in a couple weeks episodes, we're going to do a live campaign audit. Um, mm-hmm. And the campaign that we're the the account that we're, they're planning on doing this audit for, they have those one word phrase match, broad match keywords that like yeah, like in your example, mm-hmm. kitchen. You're selling kitchen towels, but like. Heck, when you just throw phrase kitchen out there, you could be qualifying for kitchen knives and if, kitchen appliances. If, you Steven, know? I'm, I'm getting back on the soapbox. If there is any Ad Badger listener uh, out there right now listening to the AMC PPC Done podcast, and they have keywords in their account that they have just copied and pasted and not gone over every single one with a fine tooth comb, you got to unsubscribe. <laughs> <laughs> you don't belong. Uh, uh, it, it's, no, but yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we have seen that keyword dump strategy so many times where people just take a tool that just generates a bunch of words based off of synonyms and phrases, and they just end up with irrelevant keywords. So that is why we advocate for that keyword research process. So now let's actually jump into when it comes to SEO um, what are the factors, and I guess we should also clarify, I don't think we've mentioned what SEO stands for. Um, <laughs> SEO stands for search engine optimization, uh, which is basically optimizing your product listing um, to receive an, a good organic 
organic ranking in Amazon's search engine algorithm. So let's dive into the factors that actually affect that ranking. Here we go. Alrighty, so SEO ranking factors. Let's say that I'm selling a product, an iPhone charger. Amazon's going to be looking at this product and determining where it fits in to all the other bajillion iPhone chargers on Amazon. And there's really two categories that it's going to be looking at. And this is very similar to the way that Google ranks things, where they have two sort of separate tiers of of classifications and specifications that they're looking for. The first is just basic keyword data, the descriptive terms that you are putting either in your content, so the the product title, the product description, all of those all of those basics where you write words, Amazon's going to be looking at those and determining what you are relevant for. Fairly straightforward, you know, titles, bullets, yada yada yada. Very straightforward. And when we get into the SEO world, when you first launch a product, you have no data on what will convert. So what uh, is typically recommended is that you do some kind of keyword research. So you go out there and you do keyword research. You say, hey, I'm selling this thing. I'm going to use keyword research tools. And then I'm going to sort of rank terms that could be relevant to my product and hopefully profitably, and then take those terms and insert them into prominent areas of my product and product description. So you're using keyword research tools to find things like relevancy, uh, things that are relevant. You're looking at things like search volume. A lot of tools have difficulty ratings. You know, if something's very competitive, if the people that are all ranking high for it uh, have thousands and thousands of great reviews, you know, that keyword is going to be a little bit more difficult. So you're trying to find a sweet spot where your keywords that you're picking when you're first getting started for uh, relevant, potentially profitable, uh, some maybe some buying intent on these, as well as some level of difficulty that will allow you to sort of break in and gain momentum. So those are the things that you can manually go in and edit and change and do. And that's where using these keyword research tools comes into play because if you haven't launched PPC before, you need to start somewhere. So you brainstorm, you use tools, you look at traffic volumes, difficulty, and boom, you have now written good descriptive titles, bullets, so on and so forth. So those are the direct terms. But there's a whole other family of ranking factors. I'm so glad you brought up the difficulty in, uh, you know, in ranking terms, because there are like, I mean, I've helped out with some of the SEO for ad badger. And I know that there are some so like, like we're really trying hard to like get our website to rank on Google. Well, for searches for if someone just types in Amazon PPC, I think we're doing pretty well. I think we're like number three or four there organically. So we're doing pretty well. Um, but that's way tougher to rank for than something like Amazon PPC negative keywords, which is a little bit longer tail, a little bit more specific, a little more narrow. It's easier to rank for that. Um, but bringing this back to Amazon, it's it's so funny because the the difficulty of ranking for certain keywords is is largely a matter of how much traffic that keyword actually gets and how competitive it is for that traffic. Um, and so longer tail keywords will usually be, be a little bit easier to maybe win some traffic on and have 
cheaper CPCs. But the reason why I was, I was laughing earlier is because um, there is an account that we're managing that we were trying to we, we were trying to get this one account to rank for a single exact match keyword. It's two words long. It's an exact match keyword. I don't want to reveal what it is for the sake of privacy. Um, but we started off bidding three dollars and raised it to five and raised it to seven and raised it to ten and to fifteen and to twenty five. And we were not getting traffic for this keyword. And I was getting upset. And so last night I said, okay, I'm going to go as high as I could go. So I, I bid a hundred dollars and then Amazon said, actually, you can't bid over 49. So I was like, okay, fine. $49. And our CPCs for this one exact match keyword are currently at $35. Um, mm-hmm. and for anyone who's wondering, the product itself doesn't sell for more than $50. So it's, uh, just some insight expensive to like how industry. Very expensive industry, very competitive. I mean, we're talking $35 CPCs for a product that's $50 sales price. So anyways, Mm -hmm. that is like, that's the, that competition is also what you have to consider when you're going for SEO. So if you're trying to rank for a keyword that's $35 in value, it's going to take a lot more than just having that keyword, you know, peppered throughout your product listing. It's not just, Hey, take these keywords that are important, high trafficking, put them in your title, put them in your, your bullet points, put them in your backend search terms. It's a lot more, uh, competitive than just, yeah, filling up your, your product listing with those keywords. It really comes down to product quality. And that's something that actually goes, of course, that's something that goes into like Google search algorithm a lot is, is like, say there's a blog post that you're trying to rank for and there are you know 20 other blog posts that are competing for the same keyword. Say every single blog post has that keyword in the blog post. How is Google supposed to pick what's going to be number one? Well, they're going to look at how many other websites uh, have backlinks to your blog post. How many other websites, how many other domains have backlinks to your domain? What's the web page load time? Because Google doesn't want to rank a page number one that when you click it, it's going to take 10 seconds for the web page to load because they want to provide a very good experience to its uh, customers of having high quality websites load. Um, so those kinds of things are going to go into it. And Amazon is going to use the exact same philosophy here. They're going to use different mm-hmm. metrics. They're not going to use you know web page load time, but they are going to use metrics such as you know, which one has better reviews, which one has a better price, which one has a higher add to cart rate, which one has a better conversion rate, click through rate to, mm-hmm. to, to determine which product is the most relevant to this search. Exactly. So as we move from just basic keyword, you know, are my, am I describing my product properly? And then we start to get into the realm of like buyability. And as soon as you get to the realm of buyability, it's the style of your titles and the style of your descriptions as, as well as, are you filling out all of your content? Um, you know, just taking advantage of everything that Amazon has available to you. And then we get into real buyability, which those factors are things like just like you mentioned, sales rank, reviews, price, so on and so forth, uh, you know, where Amazon's trying to maximize its goal, its user's goal, which is, hey, I'm on Amazon to shop. I want to go buy something. I'm looking for something. Amazon's job is to help you complete that process as fast as possible. So it is going to have a ranking factor, not just based off keywords, but also based off you know, how buyable is the product in relation to this keyword. So 
you had a perfect example that it varies from industry to industry, that buyability maybe in one industry means 40% conversion rate and maybe buyability in another industry maybe means 2% conversion rate. So there's a lot of variability there, but Amazon's sort of scanning all this data and it's comparing sort of apples to apples, you know, hey, for people that are relevant here, uh, what is the buyability? And we're combining the relevancy, search intent, as well as the, um, the buyability, and then we're organizing right. our ranking. And one thing that we did, uh, that we that Mike, you and I talked about in the past was um, SEO is sort of a matter of two factors. Uh, it's one, discoverability, and two, uh, desirability. So the discoverability is like the technical side of things. It's the mathematical side of things. It's, hey, make sure your product title is optimized, that y- you know, you're putting your keywords in the most important places so that as, Am- as Amazon indexes your product, you know, it knows what you are and it tries to match you up with the most relevant searches. Um, so that's just discovery- discoverability and like picking right keywords, both for your PPC and pumping it into your product listing for your SEO. Um, the desirability is, do you have good product pictures? Uh, you know, do you have a, do you have a good first image that's going to be featured on the search engine results page that's going to lead to a higher click through rate? Do you have videos? Do you have good media? Do you have typos throughout your product listing? Like, if you have typos, that's going to make people doubt the the quality of the product. So all of those things play into the desirability, which is like the other half of the equation for SEO, and that's the stuff that Amazon is going to to count on. Um, so those are just things to keep in mind when you're when you're thinking about your SEO. Exactly. And the last thing that we'll say here is if you really think about it, the relevancy is actually a leading indicator of buyability, meaning yes, relevancy matters a lot. But even if you have the most relevant listing, the most descriptive titles and everything, um, if your product isn't high on the buyability rating, you will lose ranking for it. So this is where, just like you mentioned, having a strong product uh, works really well because Amazon's really trying to optimize for maximum revenue. So apples to apples, you know, if they could have it where, you know, these are two products that uh, have exactly the same relevancy rating in the sense of they have the, let's say they have the exact same product title. Now, of course, there'd be a penalty for that, but if they have the exact same product title, the exact same everything, star ratings, reviews, everything's exactly the same but maybe one sells for $10, the other sells for $20, who do you think is gonna rank higher? Uh, if they, even if they have the same conversion rate, same everything, Amazon's gonna be optimizing not only for buyability, but also Amazon's own bottom line too. So we popped into some situations where actually different clients were selling similar products that can compete for the same term, and Amazon was prioritizing the one that uh, maybe sold a little less, but was generating more revenue per click for them. So there's a lot of interesting things there in the world of Amazon SEO. Yeah, good to just keep in mind that Amazon's always looking out for themselves. So if whatever can generate more money for Amazon um, is going to be what ranks better on their results page. So now that we have described the organic side of things and the things that Amazon is looking at. Let's bridge this gap and actually amplify not only our page strategy, but also our SEO strategy on Amazon using PPC knowledge. So let's jump into it. Stephen, how does running PPC campaigns help us with the first part of organic ranking, like all that relevancy stuff? 
Yeah, so we do have a, an old episode that talks about the relationship between paid and organic search and how they interrelate and everything like that. So that one, so so that we don't repeat too much of ourselves, I recommend you go back and find that one. I think it's called like the, oh, do you remember what the title was called for that episode? The, oh, Star-Crossed Lovers. Uh, yeah, we did Star-Crossed Lovers, PPC and Organic search or something like that. We really, really took a lot of liberty with podcast titles. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I would say, you know, it really, one of the biggest things that just like impacts the difference or the, the, uh, the ranking system between PPC and organic, uh, ranking, um, is that it, they both, both rankings come off of the same metrics. Amazon's going to be saying which product has the better reviews has a better seller's rank, has a better conversion rate. And uh, yeah, Mike just sent me the episode, uh, episode 17, if you want to hear it. Starcross Lovers, Organic and Paid Traffic. Great episode. Um, but Amazon's going to use the same metrics um, to determine the quality of your product for each search. Um, you know, whether you're relevant, whether you're a high quality product, it's going to use the same things for both the paid and the organic side of things. The main difference is that on the paid side, you can pay more for a better rank. And so that's really what, what it comes down to. That's why it's called a sponsored product because you're sponsoring it. You're, you're earning it at a better spot on the results page because you're willing to fork out more money to sponsor that ad placement. So on the organic side, it's, it's strictly, um, the organic side is strictly quality of your product plus you know how well are, is your product listing indexed to pick up on these search terms. On the sponsored side, you can actually fork out extra money. So, of course, you still want to take into consideration the organic side of things. You want to have a good product. You want to have good good reviews, lots of reviews, um, etc. But you can also bid more money to win those top spots. That's why some of our products, like in the example I just gave, we're bidding thirty. I mean, we're bidding forty nine dollars, but we're paying thirty five just to win that top spot because it's so competitive and it just takes that much money to win those spots. So, so. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm starting to ramble here, but but that's one of the biggest correlations between paid and organic search. Right. It's almost like I'm, I'm picturing like entering the matrix, like having your mind expand. It's almost like, what if I told you that there doesn't need to be a huge divide between paid and organic on Amazon? Uh, in the sense of there's a search, there are listings. Why would you not want two listings on that page for your great keywords? So, you know, earlier in the show, we talked about when you're first starting out and you don't have PPC data, you don't know what terms are going to convert best for you and, and all of those things. If you want that real data of how keywords are going to behave and perform, the perhaps the one of the best spots for that is real PPC data. So you could take that PPC data that you're getting and perhaps reprioritize the terms in your titles and start optimizing for the terms that you know that you know definitively. Because earlier in the show, we were talking about conjecture. We're saying, hey, this gets this much, this many searches, this, this level of difficulty. You know, that's not a scientific number. Uh, but what is real is the actual data inside your PPC campaigns. So you look there and you say, hey, this is my new prioritized keyword list. Let me take the keywords from here and then reprioritize my SEO strategy. I want to optimize for these profitable terms on paid. And more likely than not, these will be very profitable for you on organic too. So you want to maximize your effort for the most converting keywords, paid and organic. We want to sort of treat 
optimizing for our core terms, the terms that really perform for us in one sort of swoop, optimizing it for paid, optimizing it for SEO. And that's the relevancy side. Now, what's really cool about this is that paid can also help you with that sort of desirability or the buyability of our products too. Stephen, walk us a little bit on how we should be thinking. And, and, and this, is, this is untapped or unexplained or sort of intangible ROI that you will get from your paid campaign. So we often think of our paid performance by just looking at our campaign manager. This is how much revenue, this is how much uh, I'm, you know, I'm generating from this keyword. But this is actually buyability benefits right. that are not described there. Right. Um, it, like, it'd be awesome if Amazon told us how many reviews came from people that initially clicked on a paid ad. Like That would be sick. Right. Yeah, it's kind of funny. Um, on the PPC side of things, it can be so easy to just be caught up in the metrics. Like it can be so easy to just be caught up in like CPCs and ACOS and be like, oh, if my ACOS is too high, then decrease CPCs. Like, and that could be the end of your PPC strategy. But um, yeah, the real, the real strategy and almost difficulty that, that comes with this paid to organic um, ranking intercorrelation um, is that SEO is a, is a matter of two things. One, you're just your product quality. Again, that's reviews, price, sales velocity, sellers rank, etc. And your just your indexation to Amazon's algorithm. Like, do you have the right keywords, you know, pilfered throughout your, your product on the paid side of things? It's still a combination of everything that SEO entails. It's still a combination of like what we would call your ad quality score. Are you indexed well? Do you have good reviews, et cetera? But then it's also, you know, bidding on your keywords and all that stuff. So that's how you can see how the organic or the SEO side is going to factor into the paid side is that, you know, those items that we just discussed are going to give you a better ad rank if you have good reviews and et cetera. But the way the paid side is going to play back into SEO is that you're potentially getting yourself a better ranking on the search page by paying for those ads. So if you launched a brand new product without any without any reviews, your brand new product, heck, you launched it yesterday, you're not going to be at the top of the search page. You're not because your product's just too new. It, it has no momentum. Amazon has no credibility to, towards that product that they're going to rank you up at the top of the page. However, you can sponsor it and you can get it up there and you can draw traffic to that product and now you can start to get those initial reviews. You can start to, to get more traffic, get more sales. That's going to build momentum for you. You're going to start to get better reviews. You're going to start to get that your own ASIN to climb up in the best sellers rank. And, and that paid search, um, yeah, advertising is going to give you a better organic rank as well on the SEO side. So that's the long answer to the intercorrelation between the two. Yeah, it's like you are paying for the buyability factors. So you're paying right. for the eventual reviews that will come. And you're investing. That's, yeah, exactly. So that's the, the sort of two parts of Amazon ranking is relevance and buyability. Uh, and you can fuel the, you can fuel both of those with PPC in the sense of, hey, I'm converting well for this term. I'm going to go put it in my product titles, descriptions. Hey, I'm increasing my buyability. Therefore, I'm going to be increasing my overall ranking. That's really cool. 
to, to close this thought, uh, you know, when I think of the future of Ad Badger, I think of this sort of like beautiful mind type thing where there's just like so many ratios running around because really what's happening is actually we're probably unaware of what's happening in the sense of there's a ratio of pay to organic clicks on a page. There's a ratio of pay to organic sales on a page. There's a ratio of, you know, paid sales to ranking improvement uh, on a page. There's even a ratio of clicks and orders to ratings. And you can actually start to determine like, hey, for every order that I get, I generally get a certain amount of reviews. Therefore, I know that, hey, if I just increase my, uh, if I increase my uh, paid sales by, by, you know, let's say it's 30 orders, I get a certain amount of reviews. If I increase my paid orders by 30, I'll get this many reviews. And then could we have a review to ranking factor ratio where it's like, you can start to piece these pieces together. It's like, I did this many reviews. I'm sorry, I did this many sales from paid. I got this many reviews and my ranking actually increased. That is sort of the full view of paid. And that's like when you've taken, you know, the, the, you've entered the matrix and you see it all for the first time, like that is happening. And like, I would love to like be able to map that out inside our tool and like have that ratio of like, boom, this many orders gives you this many reviews. Generally, this many reviews helps you move up in raking or, or whatever those ratios are. I think that would be sick to be able to analyze because that is definitely happening, but the data is just not available to us yet. I think this episode we said it was going to be 20 minutes, but it ended up being closer to 30, but... Uh, We've got some goodies. goodies I, I think in it was there. much better than the first time. Much better than the first run. Much more <laughs> concise. So hopefully you guys really appreciated this episode. Um, we really do want to give you guys the best content from our blog to our podcast to anything available on our website. Um, so yeah, thank you guys again just for uh, listening, and that brings us to the end of this episode on SEO. Thanks so much, everybody. Have a good one. Hey, everybody. It's Mike here. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. And as some of you may already know, the podcast isn't all that we do when it comes to Amazon. Uh, We actually spend the majority of our day working on building the best Amazon advertising tool we possibly can to help automate a lot of the concepts that we discuss during the show. Yep. And we appreciate you as listeners. We'd love your feedback about our app. Uh, And if you're interested in giving our free trial a shot, just head on over to adbadger.com slash podcast deal. That's adbadger.com slash podcast deal. Thank you so much for the support, guys. We really do appreciate you and we'll see you next episode.